0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. This podcast is proudly provided by Axon, helping dealers move more iron for almost 100 years. Find out more at axontire.com. Axon was started almost 100 years ago out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. It's that same passion that drives them today. With a vision for a better experience for both farmer and dealer, they set out to create a better way to move more iron. When you partner with Axon, you get immediate access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. Axon carries all major brands and sizes of tires, wheels, and tracks. From custom colors and sizes to fully customized wheels, you can have the solution for virtually any problem today's farmer is trying to solve. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by Ag Direct. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, Ag Direct can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com.
1: Moving higher in the 21st century. hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years, you'll find us here. Moving.
0: Hello, and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Markets with Chip Nellinger. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Also, Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even go online at agdirect.com for more information. Learn about all your financing options at agdirect.com. Chip is with Blue Reef Agri-Marketing out of Morton, Illinois, and Chip is nice enough to come on once a week to talk about what's going on in the marketplace. So, Chip, how you doing, man?
1: Doing well. These uh, markets are staying uh, exciting, Casey. They it's, are. Uh, something new every
0: day. So, uh, yep. boy, it's it's been a wild ride. Yeah, no, no lack of excitement there. So, Let's let's hit on some of the factors we're seeing out there right now. So the outside markets have gotten pummeled this week because of uh, the Fed has you know popped them. So by March we're gonna we're gonna raise some rates. So they kind of bounce back and forth back that. You got the geopolitical stuff going on um, with uh, Russia and China, and so you got a lot of money coming into uh, the the commodity markets from from the outside markets and you've, from a geopolitical part reason as well as just uh, you know money flowing, coming out, or trying to cover some losses on the other side. So I guess as you take a look at what's going on this week, kind of recap the week and kind of give me your two cents on what you saw happen this week.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, you've hit most of the high points there. Um, you know, the, the dollar has been pretty strong, kind of broke out for a, a whole new push higher here as the Federal Reserve indicated. They're going to, uh, you know, I guess stay on the path to raise interest rates inflation thing is uh it's really bad casey so they're they're going to uh it's so bad they're going to wait till march to raise interest rates but uh nonetheless the dollar took that uh as a sign uh that uh hey we're we're underpriced here if our interest rates are going up uh higher than you know uh other countries then that's friendly to the dollar and uh, in spite Uh, of that though you like you said there's been a lot of uh, buying in the commodity markets crude oil Uh, you know, now I knock on the door of of 88 bucks and, and I, we've said, we've talked about that all along that if you want to talk about inflation, just watch crude oil. If crude oil is not rallying, then there is no inflation, but it is rallying. And, uh, you know, combine that with the, the Russia, Ukraine situation here, uh, it kind of depends on what news source, uh, you listen to. If it's uh, if you're based in the United States, you would think that, uh, you know, some massive uh, conflict is imminent. If you're in Europe or, uh, you know, Ukraine, even for that matter, or Russia, you think it's uh, just no big deal. So the, the truth probably is somewhere in the middle, but the grain markets uh, are on high alert right now. And uh, the wheat market's been very, very choppy, you know, on the, on the uh, initial information of that potential conflict, wheat put a big short covering bounce in, rallied almost a dollar off the lows. It's since set back, you guys had some snow. Uh, out west of you and and south of you, uh, you know, in some of the dry areas of Kansas, and and that was uh, beneficial if you received it, uh, certainly on the uh, the wheat crop, but corn and beans, boy, uh, still just really strong. And I think the large part of that goes back to South America. Uh, They have received some great rainfall in some of the dry areas over the last couple of weeks, but that extended forecast uh, going into February here, of flip back hot and dry Uh, obviously there are areas that miss these rains Uh, i think the the ideas are starting to grow that both brazil and argentine corn and bean crops uh, are shrinking not getting larger the rain may have stabilized it but uh, i think there's some ideas building that that crop is is going to be a little bit lower than what uh, people thought and and if that's the case it just really tightens the balance sheet up of corn and beans and we're not even uh, into that second crop season yet uh, in Brazil. So March and April, should the dry weather continue, uh, could really get interesting. Our demand is is good. Brazilian uh, you know, bean prices continue to rally. That's one indication that maybe their crop size isn't uh, as big as expected. Our export sales uh, had a pretty healthy week this week across the board, uh, especially on the bean side at a time where, you know our our bean exports normally struggle right now so is that the start of a trend or is that a one off we don't know but uh, the demand pump is fully primed the supply across the world seems to be in retreat and you've got uh, this potential conflict with russia and ukraine that in the worst case scenario could be wildly bullish uh, there's just a, a, it's so critical and strategic that black sea area uh, for the export of of not just wheat wheat's the biggest one and most well known but a lot of corn uh, a lot of barley uh, feed grains uh, uh, sunflower and and sun uh, seed oil uh, it's it's a massive influence uh, across the spectrum and uh, very strategically important and you know who knows what the result uh, of of this conflict or invasion may or may not be and when there's that uncertainty you know the market uh, typically uh shoots first and asks questions later and, and adds a little bit of risk
0: premium and i think that's what we're what we're seeing here recently yep all right so let's talk about the natural gas side of it for just a minute in what that looks like so much of and you see a big rise there because so much of uh europe's natural gas comes from russia there's a there's an issue there and then you know we're we're bringing a lot of natural gas into uh, the United States from Russia because we can't get our own. Um, but I guess as you take a look at that that spectrum of natural gas, what that's doing to fertilizing, those kind of things, that problem really hasn't gotten away. I don't want to say it's gotten any worse, but it sure hasn't gotten any better. So I guess as as you look around, people you're talking with, what are you seeing out there right now as far as fertilizer prices as you start heading into spring?
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been wildly volatile. Uh, so European... Um natural gas a couple weeks back uh, did kind of put in a correction uh, off of uh, some some highs uh, fertilizer prices at the Gulf have been uh, in retreat uh, and in some nitrogen uh, as well particularly urea and so you just don't you don't know how that's going to affect things or if it's uh, I guess too little too late as as it relates to, the spring stuff. Um, my, my guess is when we've seen this in the past, it doesn't flow through to the to the end user, meaning the 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 farmer producer uh, fast enough. So could it come down by summer and and this coming fall? Absolutely. Um, but is it is the price drop that we're seeing at the Gulf you know too little too late? Is there already uh, enough supply in the system that was booked and and locked in it? higher levels that it won't really, uh, pass through yet. Um, you know, for the spring application. And then on top of that, you've, you know, you, you've had some crazy weather here in the United States. Our natural gas prices are starting to creep a little bit higher. Uh, I think some of that is, is weather. There's some, some big cold snaps across the you know, northern section of the Corn Belt. Mm -hmm. The East Coast have had a couple big storms. But now there's more talk that if this Russia-Ukraine situation would result in, you know, I guess uh, slowing uh, natural gas flow into Europe, um, that we would step to the plate and, you know, be exporting uh, a lot more. And so, um, you know, again, I mean, there's – there's just so many implications with this instability in that Black Sea area in and Ukraine, and you know pipeline considerations there, and you know at the heart of it, that's that's likely what Putin's ultimate uh, you know goal. I mean, very rich natural resource area, and uh, some key uh, you know pipelines run through there, and obviously the the Black Sea port, uh, very very uh, important. Yeah. So. You know, I think the energy markets play into this uh, as much as uh, the grain markets. And again, when there's uncertainty, you know, uh, typically what happens is you you see a rise in prices. And in this inflationary type environment with the stock market doing what it's doing, a lot of selling pressure in this stock market. We haven't seen this aggressive uh, selling in a long, long time. So how deep does that push it? It's kind of woken up some of these, uh, you know, twenty-two year old day traders that uh, hey, stocks don't always go up. <laughs> that's right. Every yeah. dip might not be yeah. for buying. Exactly, and yeah. and so some money has. I think that's caused some some smart money, quote unquote, to you know pull out of equities. There's been massive amounts of profits in there, and you know come into the commodity side, the raw material side. So that just adds uh, additional buying pressure. You know, across the energy sector, across the grain sector, that already has some friendlier fundamentals, and you know, gets explosive at times here. As uh, as as, look at a bean chart, look at a corn chart, look at a you know crude oil chart. Natural gas, uh, you know, is on uh, you know five six month highs here. I guess maybe not that much. Uh, certainly uh, two month highs anyway. And and the trend looks like it's it's higher for sure in natural gas. That's going to be. Uh, You know, a lot of weather uh, in in that, as as well as the political stuff we've talked about.
0: Yep. All right, let's jump over and talk about hogs real quick. Um, They they had a pretty decent run up here till you know later this week, and they got beat up pretty good, mostly due to what happens with the dollar and exports and those kind of things. But as you look at what's going on in the hog market right now, um, what are your thoughts there? And do you see a a good chance to rebound going into the spring? I mean, typically right now it's kind Uh, of a slower time, but going into March. I
1: I do. It's, it's uh, really a little bit off kilter with what the normal seasonal pattern uh, has been. I think this goes back to um, clear back to the middle of COVID and the shutdowns and, and, and the, the supply chain and, and, you know, increase inflation, I guess, if you want to call it that the the cost to expand just shot through the roof. And, And I think we didn't really see the expansion uh, in the hog industry, that you normally would have with those high prices a year ago, and and so um, you know I, I think there's been a fair amount of money coming into the livestock sector uh, as well uh, on the cattle side and the lean hog side. Hogs were just overdone. You know, they you look at uh, April hogs and they rallied thirteen fourteen dollars in two weeks. I mean, that is a pretty uh, steep run. So they were due for a correction. Uh, they're likely going to get one probably started that corruption yesterday, but I think the breaks will, will be bought in here. Um, you know, you had summer months, uh, even with the, the triple digit lower close, you had June hogs, uh, North of one Oh five on the close yesterday. So, I mean, you're in rare air up here, With all that being said though, you know, the biggest concern, you talk to any hog producer, uh, anyone in the hog industry, and, you know, the biggest concern out here is ASF. You right. know, nobody wants to see a ASF yeah. um, in this country. And that is a very real risk. Um, you know, a lot of vets say it's not if, it's when. And so there is a massive amount of risk out there. So, you know, from a hog producer standpoint, you got to look at these summer months, look at some opportunities to take some risk off the table. It can be a lot of different things. It can be, you know, just some simple put coverage in there. It, it can be, you know, some starting some some hedges in there. It could be, uh, you know, LRP insurance uh, is uh, more viable than it has been in a long, long time. A year and a half ago or so, they changed uh, the subsidies on on this LRP insurance. That is, a, a, you know, a, a much more viable tool now. And something that probably needs to be, you know, looked at pretty closely because no one knows, no one can quantify that risk. You know, it's like the mad cow situation, uh, you know, 10, 12 years ago, uh, ASF hits, um, it, it, you know, you'll have multiple days, uh, of limit down depending on the severity and, uh, you know, it, it, just the rumor we've seen just the rumor yeah. of it in the past cause limit down days. So yep. that, that risk is very real, but I, you know, without that, I, I think that uh, it gets a little scary to me out into summer, you know, they're already North of a hundred. It's not even the prime demand time. And, you know, it, it could get really interesting out there, but not without uh, some very real and possibly major risks. Um, you know, that's always going to be there in the hog market. unfortunately it's there in every market, you know, some black Swan, but It's, it's even more real and, you know, in front of us
0: with, uh, with this ASF situation. Yep. Good stuff. Well, hey, Chip, good stuff as usual. Um, kind of hit hit on it there a little bit, having that plan and what that looks like and and moving forward there. But if folks want to reach out to you and get some more information about what you're doing at Blue Reef and and how you can help their operation, what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah. Best way is just give us a call at the office. It's, uh, 309-550-7213 love the chat with you. Uh, you know, we talk about it all the time, Casey, having that plan is, is critical. And, uh, and we talked about this too, you know, the, 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 stock market, every dip has been for buying, and it's been like that in the, in the grain markets for sure. But the livestock markets your lesser extent. One of these days, uh, the dips won't be for buying. And if you don't have a plan, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get your knees taken out. So uh, more critical than ever to have a risk management plan and be willing, willing and ready to execute
0: on it yep absolutely well good deal I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast make sure you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram that's where you find the latest editions of the Moving Iron Podcast also go to Moving Iron LLC for our everything Moving Iron related so Chip appreciate you being on the podcast man you bet thanks for having me Casey right on I'm Casey Seymour with Chip Melger let's go some iron folks out. you want to have a meaningful competitive advantage to help sell more equipment Whether you represent the sales, parts, or management department of an implement dealership, there's a surprising amount of complexity when it comes to tire, wheel, and track technology. Let Axon worry about that so you can get back to supporting your customers. Axon has leveraged years of experience to create a streamlined process that gives you a proven path to help today's grower and sell more equipment. The roots of their organization go back almost 100 years to the invention of the rubber tractor tire. Supporting agriculture is the number one driver of Axon from product development through sales and service. To find more or become an Axon dealer, head over to axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all of your trucking needs at Valley Transportation. Our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply at AgDirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at AgDirect.com.